0: Are you an entrepreneur, small business owner, or consultant looking to boost your authority, influence, and impact? The Author Switch podcast with best-selling, award-winning author Karma Spence is your answer. Tune in for actionable advice, powerful strategies, and engaging interviews to turn on your Author Switch and take your business to the next dimension. The author switch.
1: Do you know that your personality affects your productivity? Guess what? It's true. And that is why I invited my guest, Sheila Hawkins, to talk about tonight, because she has an interesting viewpoint on productivity and productivity personas. Hi, my name is Karma Spence, and I am your host of the Author Switch Podcast. And before we go into the meat of the matter, I'll give you a quick intro to myself, just in case you're new to my world. I have been an author for 16 years, and I have 30 plus years of experience in marketing and PR. I graduated from what U.S. News and World Report called the number one graduate program in public relations. I'm certified in author marketing. And I am a best-selling and award-winning author. My friend Sheila Hawkins is the queen of productivity, but I think I will let her introduce herself.
0: (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, Sheila. Thank you, Karma. Thank you. Well, I will say about myself that I have, for over 22 years now, I have helped service-based women business owners find the time and the freedom that is missing from their lives. And I've built my business from having seen the need for what I now offer around me time and time again, you know, previous work environments, friendships, all those different places. And I use my holistic, personalized approach to Productivity to help women business owners stop spinning their wheels during their chaotic days and start focusing um and and get productive and create that time and that freedom that they really want in their days because you know they're not they're not getting it. And I'm I'm quite yeah. sure that a lot of your listeners can totally relate to that.
1: Well, one of the top complaints I hear from my prospects my potential clients my audience in general is i just don't have the time or i don't know how to find the time in fact time is often the biggest stopping point that like it just Mm -hmm. they might have the book idea but they don't have the time to Mm -hmm. write the outline or write the book or publish a book or market the book (laughs) or whatever part of the book they haven't gotten to yet it's time so that's why i thought your unique take on productivity with your productivity personas I thought would really really help them. So first why don't you kind of give us an overview of what the productivity personas are So we all are on the same okay.
0: Yeah so we get um, we get some some clarity here. So initially what I will say is that my my perspective my my take on time is that it doesn't exist. It just, it's, you know, and so here we have people trying to manage time. And so there's this, this, this cycle that's created. And what I learned (laughs) from stepping on a die cast car is that Mm. personalization is what works. And so the personas, there are four of them and they are the deep thinker, the wild child, easy breezy, and the sergeant and each of them has their own challenges their own strengths their own tools that work for them tools that they should stay away from and strategies too that actually work for them along with a host of other things and your productivity persona identifies who you are in your relationship with time and we use that like in my work with my clients I use that to define how you best work You know what helps you to stay productive and take those challenges that you have and turn them into stepping stones because your challenges can be used to actually get things done so for deep thinker deep thinker is very logical very organized and methodical and able to really break things down into the smaller pieces but deep thinker can struggle with creativity so it's possible the way that they write, you know, say as an author, looking at it from an, an author perspective, it's possible that their writing may not look so creative or, you know, enter- entertaining without some real effort. Then there is the wild child. Now, wild child is actually my favorite of the four because they are very creative. They're very spontaneous. They have great imagination. So perfect, right? Right. For, for writing, but they can be all over the place. So they lack focus and they have a hard time staying on track, you know, following. They tend to follow new ideas that come up instead of actually focusing and staying the course. That's where they're challenged at. And then there's the sergeant. The sergeant is a bit rigid, not so flexible. And writing can be something that they don't make time for because work is up front and center for them. And everything else is pretty much secondary. And then there is easy breezy. Now easy breezy can be very flighty and um, tend to take a long time getting started. Just can't get those juices flowing and, and finds it hard to get into say that right space when it comes to writing or work in general for that matter. And, they tend to think and say that they have writer's block. And now we've had a conversation too about, you know, your take on writer's block. And I totally agree with that, but they think they have it and they are, they're too generally very creative people, but they don't always trust themselves. So mm-hmm. those things about their persona, their personality tend to impact their writing and their productivity just in general.
1: Now, have you found that some people can be more than one? Because just listening to your description, it's like, I know when I took the persona quiz, mm-hmm. I came out as a deep thinker. But when you were talking about the wild child, that sounded like me too, because I'm very creative. I'm yeah. all over the map. Yes. But I also Absolutely. am very organized.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you, you are. I see that. I see that mm-hmm. in you. And I think you know what i have found too just from when i when i created them i i could see the different you know just even in myself and people that i knew i could see that oh okay there's a little bit here of this and this in this persona and you can be you can have aspects of more than one persona and you can also be a combination of personas and again, you know, it's it's because it, it boils down to personality. It boils down to mm-hmm. who we are, you know, each of yeah. us is unique, you know, so, so, so unique. But I have found that, that people are that combination. I found that after, like, I am the deep thinker and mm-hmm. I found that after having a TBI, traumatic brain injury, I was the wild child when I finally felt like, okay, I'm ready to, to mm-hmm. try to come back to work, I was wild child all day. And it was kind of disturbing <laughs> to me in a <laughs> sense, because I couldn't really, you know, I didn't feel like me. And, you know, not being able to stay focused just kind of drove me nuts. But, you know, it it took a while, but I'm, I'm back there. But still, you know, every once in a while, there's that wild child showing up. So I think that as we, as we grow, as you know, life circumstances happen, maybe you're single one minute and then all up two years later, you're married and you have children. Lifestyle changes will yeah. impact your, your work, you know, it'll, it'll impact everything. So I think it's important to always revisit where we're at, how we're evolving yeah. and especially when those changes come into play.
1: And it seems to me, cause I've worked with a lot of different archetype frameworks. Mm -hmm. And most of them usually do concede you've got your dominant archetype. Mm -hmm. And then you've got your secondary and tertiary ones. I mean, it's kind of like with my wires block monsters. Mm they are glitches in your author switch. Mm -hmm. You have the one, the main cause that's blocking you right now. But you usually have secondary or tertiary ones. And often I have found that if you can get rid of those minor ones, it alleviates the the predominant ones and there are other systems of archetypes and things like. and it it seems to me that there's always your Mm go-to that's the one that you gravitate towards but because we're human and we are complex individuals we can pull in we can decide to pull in other archetypes and sometimes we even just have them in our back pocket Mm mm-hmm
0: yeah, that's true. I think that's true across with, in what, with what I've seen too. And I think that it's really important to to actually pay attention to that and those, you know, those secondary things and the temporary ones, right? Or the ones that you just, you know, like, okay, this is in my back pocket. I know I can go there. So I'm going to go there mm-hmm. and, you know, be able to knock something out and get things done. I think it's really important. And those are just say parts of who we are, or as I like to say, who we be, that we can rely on when we need to, you know, we don't right. have to necessarily embrace that way of being all the time because it may not be who we truly are, but still it's a part of us. And it, I think it's important to right. to, make, to pay, pay attention to those things and make sure we know who we are so we can embrace those different pieces of ourselves.
1: So now that we've got a foundational thing of what your four personas are, what do you think are the main challenges that writers and authors experience when it comes to productivity and time, other than believing that there is time?
0: (laughs) Right. So I I think that, and I'm going off what I see. I know a number of authors and have for quite some time. So I've seen these things and I think that in general, there are the psychological barriers, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, the imposter syndrome, the perfectionism, the analysis paralysis, that's a big one. And of course, also um, procrastination comes into play. And there are also more tangible or say more concrete barriers. And those also apply to authors. you mentioned, um, you know, no time to write, right? Like no time to write. And that's because of course, there are so many other responsibilities, given that most of us, you know, we wear a lot of hats, especially us women, you know, we're wearing five different hats at one time. (laughs) So (laughs) it makes it really hard. And, yeah. you know, so finding that, that dedicated time to write is often a difficult thing because we've also got the overloaded
1: to-do list. Right. Um, I see. Which that, is why people think they need to go get a cabin in the woods <laughs> to yes, write their book. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and
0: that doesn't necessarily work, right? No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily work. It, it really doesn't. I mean, if it's something that you find that, okay, yes, this is a fit for me, then knock yourself out, but it doesn't always work.
1: A you great know, example I, is Mm -hmm. an episode of the Dick Van Dyke show where Mm -hmm. he like literally goes to a cabin in the woods Mm -hmm. and so so he could, so he can write his book and then all the, the mental shenanigans that (laughs) prevent him from doing it. It's hilarious. It was a great episode. And that
0: that's exactly what happens though. It's exactly what happens, you know? And I think, I, I think I can say for sure that that is probably the biggest thing, like my own son, uh, is a writer, not an author yet, but he's a writer. And it's, that's his biggest thing, you know, carving out that time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, you you just, you gotta, you gotta do what works for you to, to make sure that you carve out that time. You know, I also see that prioritization is, is an issue and that, that ties in with, Mm -hmm. you know, say finding the time. And I think that people, when, when they look at, okay, so where am I finding the time? They kind of look at, okay, so where's my balance? And there is no balance. There is harmony, but there's no balance. Right. And so, and so, and that, that whole shift that you can make in the mindset is what makes that different. So it's important to understand that, Say balance is static, mm-hmm. whereas harmony is dynamic.
1: Right. We had a whole conversation
0: about that yes, on Facebook we did. Live. We did. And yes, I, will, we did. I will put
1: a link to it in the show notes. Okay, I'll great. Go look it up. <laughs>
0: yes, that was a great conversation. Yeah, that was yeah, a great was. conversation.
1: So, but I think- what is a, an author or aspiring author to do? How do you? find the time to do the thing you want to do to get that message into a book so it's out of your head and into reader's hands while harmonizing with the rest of your life. (laughs) Well,
0: the biggest thing is the personalization because again, you know, we're each, we're wired differently. Like even, um, you know, if you have that same, say, productivity persona, you're still, you still have so many differences. So, personalization is is really the key and being able to to really find what works for you like I noticed um I think it was last week you had one of your uh coffee with karma chats where you talked about some of the quirky things that worked for Mm -hmm. some some famous authors and I had heard about Maya Angelou
1: yeah reserving the hotel room right yeah And apparently, with along with a bottle of oh yes, yes, (laughs) an alcoholic beverage. That's an important thing. (laughs) Yes, because you know there's nothing like writing when you're tipsy. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but hey, you know, but it's it seemed to work for her, right? Yeah. And then you know, Victor Hugo, that whole mistake. About you know oh well he wrote in the nude well no actually he didn't
1: yeah. <laughs> he did he just do wrote that in indoor clothes
0: exactly <laughs> but it worked for him and then Steinbeck now Steinbeck I can relate to um not I don't I don't write in pencil I prefer pen but having you know that favorite writing instrument that Absolutely. I can relate to and you know those you know some of those quirky things work but it's. <sighs> it's important. Like if you got quirky stuff that works for you, work it, but you've also got to think about some practical things. And again, it goes back to the personalization. And when we look at personalization and those, those challenges, like the ones we talked about, and then there are some others too, that I want to talk about, but let's, let's, let's look at, for instance, you know, finding that time to write again, it's about like, maybe
1: like, take each persona and say, okay, a typical juicy tip for a deep thinker is, and then mm-hmm. go to the next. I mean, because I think if, once they take the quiz, and I'll, I'll drop the link to the quiz mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in the show notes as well, once you understand what your productivity type, you can try out what the the dominant tips for that archetype are and see what mm-hmm. if it works for you.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. So when we look at Okay, let's take prioritization for instance. Okay. Um you know, there's a process for that, right? And making sure that you that you prioritize. And typically deep thinker and the sergeant no issues with that. Like none. It, I mean, <laughs> we're typically able to break things down in our sleep, literally, right? We mm-hmm. can we can do that and we've got it. But stay wild child. This is this is a really good example to use wild child wild child has that overloaded list and same thing on the author side, right? That overloaded list. And that because they're, they're creative, it seems that sometimes structure because structure looks a particular way, right? It doesn't Mm -hmm. look like a creative person would necessarily need for it to look. That's a problem that i find my creative clients have right it's like okay well that doesn't work for me okay fine let's find the structure that works for you because it doesn't have to look that way but right. the prioritization for them is is about making sure that the book is there that the writing is there because if it's not it's always over here for wild child mm-hmm. so getting it front and center and this is a really funny example, but it works. Talk about quirky things <laughs> that works. I had a wild child client and she she's an author. And she was having a very difficult time staying on track, getting the things done. When we touched base, it was like, nope, sorry, it's not done. So she said, okay, money motivates me. Money mm. motivates me. So we set the thing or the things that were to be done and a buy when date. And then she picked an amount of money, not anything huge or anything, you know, 20 bucks, 30 bucks. So if she hadn't finished it, then she owed me 30 bucks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've heard of that kind of accountability. I actually offered that program for a while. It's like, if you don't do what you say, then you pay me. Mm -hmm. If you do it, then you don't pay me.
0: Right. (laughs) <laughs> and it works, it works when you're, when you're motivated by money, it works. And I think out of all the times we did that while she was writing this one particular novel, I think maybe I got 30 books, which is great <laughs> because she got I it done. She was doing She's it. like, you know, she said, I don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this, but I know for a fact <laughs> that it's the thing that's going to help me. But to get the, the structure in place for her, it was really easy. Like whiteboard worked really well because she's very visual. Wild child is a very visual um, persona. So putting that outline up on the whiteboard, at least what she was working on that week or that day, that mm. really helped her to focus. And then she could come back to the bigger outline and relate, you know, she relates to that kind of stuff in a different way. But being able to have that whiteboard and then the money motivation. That tends to work really well for wild child. Anything visual works for wild child. More so say pictures, you know, words work too, but you know, not a, yes, (laughs) yes, stickies work too. And then, you know, the other say creative persona, we have, you know, easy breezy now easy Mm -hmm. breezy, (laughs) easy breezy tends to have that challenge with prioritization because they have this like laid back I'll get to it kind of you know vibe going on people might think that they're lazy they're not lazy at all they know what has to be done and they've got that I'll get to it attitude and they get it done maybe not always on time but (laughs) they get it done and I find that that the whole visual thing works very well for for easy breezy too just in being able to To have a different kind of structure because they're really wired very, very differently, very differently, you know. And you know, as I said, when it comes to the prioritization, deep thinker and the sergeant, we've got that handled. It's it's not a problem. But for wild child and easy breezy, it's a
1: problem. Yeah, (laughs) it's a problem. I mean, like like I said, I'm a mix of a deep thinker and uh, the creative wild child. Because like, I know how to prioritize. Mm-hmm. But then there's actually doing it <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. I'm not, I get shocked. I'm like, oh, squirrel! <laughs> yes. Oh gosh, yes. Like,
0: how many squirrels run across your desk? And you know, oh we, yeah, this, right.
1: This very weekend, I, I had to get stuff done, but I had to do it in less time than I normally because I was celebrating my anniversary, yeah. and I kept going down rabbit holes. Yeah.
0: It happened really interesting
1: rabbit holes, very creative rabbit holes, but
0: they weren't but, getting what needed to be done, done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very especially when you're in that creative space. Yeah. Um, you know, like Wild Child gets distracted with the those squirrels, you know, those ideas and your awesome ideas. But yeah. coming up with a way to say, Okay, I really want to run with that, but I don't want to segue from what right. I'm doing. So you find a way to capture what right. that thought is, right? So a, a quick voice note on a phone, you know, your computer. Nowadays, you can talk to almost any piece of software, right, yeah. and and, yeah. and make that voice note and then make the point of coming back to those notes to record it, you know, plug it in where it needs to get plugged in so you actually do go back to it so you don't lose those great ideas.
1: Exactly. That, exactly. That's
0: important too, especially, you know, when you're talking about you know, your masterpiece, your bestseller.
1: Now, it seems to me like a sergeant and a deep thinker would be really all over tools, you know, like oh, to do yes. lists and things like yes. that. But are there yes. tools that the the more creative people I mean, are there tools that work for this persona and not that persona? And yes. And what do you recommend? Yes.
0: And so when it comes to the more creative personas, the wild child and an easy breezy. It's, I find that sometimes, sometimes the Pomodoro technique works really well and it's a great, (laughs) great, great strategy, but here's my, but it does not work for everyone. And in case you don't know, in case you're not familiar with Pomodoro technique, it was developed in the late eighties where, and so it's, it's the situation where you use a timer and you break your work into intervals intervals typically 25 minutes at a time and those those intervals are separated by short breaks now for me
1: as a deep thinker
0: that drives me nuts oh my gosh drives totally drives it's me nuts like, no i no. just i i can't i can't the timer would end up out the window somewhere <laughs> it's just it's like be quiet i'm i'm here i'm focused you know i'm getting things done but For Wild Child and for Easy Breezy, it can work because, you know, Easy Breezy is one of those personas that has that hard time. I mean, we all can, but has that hard time getting things started. So Pomodoro, just that 25 minute, you know, just, okay, pick one thing, 25 minutes. Here's what you're going to do. And it works really well for Wild Child too. But I recommend that Deep Thinker and Sergeant, stay away from that.
1: Oh, I'm and, so glad. I thought yeah, maybe I just, was weird because no, everyone's like, pomodoro
0: this, pomodoro that. And I'm like, <laughs> no, what? no. And that's, <laughs> that's what I found like early on. It's like, okay, that doesn't work for everybody. It's great, but it doesn't, it's like, you know, your shoes, your shoes have to fit you. Yeah. They have to be your size. And it's the same thing with your tools. Now there's a tool that yes, I discovered don't get me started
1: on shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: <see? laughs> there's a tool that I learned of through my son it's called a uh, Scrivener. Oh yes I heard that. Yeah, now that tool is actually really good for all the personas because it's when it comes to it's it's considered to be a powerhouse when it comes to focus and you know being able to line things up. So when it comes to wild child and easy breezy, the focus is right there because of the way the platform is laid out, it doesn't allow for distracting things to come in. So the way that it's designed it's perfect for wild child and easy breezy. And then also because of the way that it's designed and its capabilities, it's right in line with the way that deep thinker and the sergeant would work because we love that kind of structure, you know, mm-hmm. wild child and easy breezy different kind of structure. It kind of keeps them here instead of chasing those squirrels because they can't really see anything else. So it's, it's, <laughs> purpose. it's perfect for, you know, for them the way that it's, that it's designed, you don't have to have, you know, multiple things open in different tabs and all of that. It's all just right there. So your, your chances of getting sidetracked are really, really reduced. And that one I think is great for any persona, just simply because of what it does offer. And that's,
1: that's pretty unusual, pretty unusual. And it's fairly reasonably priced the last time I looked at it. it
0: is. It is. It is very reasonably priced. And I think also Trello can work really well too for even Wild Child because it's very visual. You can mm-hmm. add pictures, you know, you can add your your images in there, and it, it's a great way to share things. Like that's my way of outlining my chapters and capturing all my ideas to make sure I don't lose anything. And Mm -hmm. I can actually share it with my literary coach. So we can be right on the same page and the document sharing and whatnot. So that's another one that I think is good for Easy Breezy, Wild Child, but also the deep thinker because of the focus. And Sargent tends to be into the more techie stuff. Like the more Mm -hmm. stuff, the happier they are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. But yeah. So where... I mean, I am going to put it in a link on the show notes, but not Mm -hmm. everyone listening to this episode is going to be on my page. So where Mm -hmm. does someone go to identify their productivity persona? Ah,
0: Well, there is a 60 second quiz literally takes you 60 seconds to learn your productivity persona. And the actual link is a shortened link. It is bit.ly forward slash productivity persona.
1: All together with a hyphen.
0: Yeah, all together, no hyphen. Yeah, no hyphen, no capitalization, all lowercase. So it's easy to get to. But 60 seconds and you learn your productivity persona. So at least you have that ground floor, you know where you're starting and then you can utilize what we talked about here for your persona. And I think it gives you a great start to actually maybe being able to get some stuff off your to-do list when it comes to your writing.
1: Exactly. 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 So this is the end of this episode of the Author Switch. This is Karma Spence, your host, saying ciao for now. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Author Switch podcast and would like to show your support, there are a few ways that you can do that. First, I encourage you to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Additionally, leaving a rating and review would greatly help me reach more listeners and continue providing valuable content. To stay up to date with the Author Switch Podcast and gain access to additional information on amplifying your authority, influence, and thought leadership through books, you can follow me on LinkedIn at Karma Spence. For those interested in catching up on previous episodes, including those no longer available on podcast platforms, you can find them all at authorswitch.com forward slash episodes, where you can choose to watch or listen to them at your convenience. Thank you so much for your support and for being a part of the Author Switch community.